This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Leonard drives into the lane. Reverse layup up and in. Wow. Jackknife reverse layup going near side to far side, scooping it up and clean with the left hand. He's got 40. How about Kawhi Leonard Jack? That'll be on the highlights tonight. What a move by Leonard. What a game, what a player, what a move, what a time to be alive for Raptors fans. It's Kawhi Leonard career high 45 points on 16 of 22 field goals he went to the free throw line 17 times he helped put the raptors on his back along with his running mate in the front court pascal siakam a career best for spicy p as well 28 big ones as the raptors hold off the utah jazz to win this one 122 116 the final happy 2019 toronto gareth wheeler alongside dwayne watson this is the best post game show in the biz yeah and you're listening right here on tsn 1050 in toronto we'll open up the phone lines in a few moments time send your comments uh, your thoughts on tonight's game the performances of leonard and siakam first and foremost at wheeler tsn at dwayne watson it wasn't pretty at times the raptors really picked things up they started the third quarter. Getting off to a good start was so important. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam shooting some three balls, knocking them down, and Kawhi Leonard getting to the free, th- free throw line with regularity, Dwayne. You know, the performance that both these guys put on tonight, especially in the second half where this game was kind of not really, it was looking very muddy, not looking very good. Um, but, you know, Kawhi Leonard, the superstar that he is, going out for 45, uh, the poise that he had, and, you know, we always talk about the ability this guy has to just take over a basketball game and draw defenders or finish at the hoop with, with strength or get to the free throw line. And he did it all today. And you kind of saw this is what, you know, those who kind of knew what he was capable of saw when this trade happened for DeMar DeRozan. But then the emergence of a guy like Pascal Siakam who said, I don't want to be perceived as that bench guy. Right. I want to be my own guy. And, you know, had a really strong game. I mean, 9 for 15 from the floor, 28 and 10, a career high. And his ability to get to the basket, you know, we, we, we talk about it. It's like, are people going to start figuring out how to play this guy? <laughs> but he's just so good with how he, how he runs the floor and fills the lanes. And, you know, they needed, we talk about this team has been struggling in lieu of absences for, you know, Kyle Lowry or JV, and these guys stepped up big time. It, it, it's funny because you pointed it out. Siakam coming off the court, he had the game ball, despite yeah. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard going for 45 points. Look, it was, it was a pick-your-poison type night with yep. both of those players, both of them in the groove. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, that play that you heard Paul Jones making the call of uh, coming into this segment right here, he went up and under on one of the premier shot blockers in the game in Rudy Gobert. I mean, this is a good defensive team in the Utah Jazz. They were throwing two and three guys at him with regularity. They couldn't stop him, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that play was a fantastic play because Gobert goes up. You know, Kawhi goes and uses the rim as a dif- rim to help shield off Gobert, but he left at the other side of the, at the, the side of the key, extended, put it off the glass oh. with a nice touch. And I mean, those are the kind of money plays you want, but you're right. Like, they, they knew, even like, obviously they're throwing double teams at Kawhi, but even, you know, when Fred and, and the, the guards were in the front court, they would be up on them past the three-point line, and they're trying to, like, take away the three-point shot from them. So um, they're a well-coached team, sound defensively, but... You know, Kawhi is the greater, greater obstacle of the two. Do, do, do you know what's even more impressive to me, those 45 points? He did it on a night where the backcourt didn't really do much at all. Van Vliet and Danny Green combined for 10 points 
and they only took a combined nine shots. So they were cheating down. They were given those open looks, yeah. and those players in in, uh, in Leonard and Siaka were still making them. Yeah. Despite them being the focus of every defensive set that the Jazz would throw their way. And it's funny, just to touch on Green, who we probably won't talk about a lot tonight, because, you know, I mean, one for four from the field, 0 for two from three. Still had the best plus minus for the team, plus 14. So that's funny. He's still kind of doing things. He's there in the right spots and right times to kind of help this team, you know, at least individually. But you're right. The focus was all on well, the focus was a collective team effort, but they threw more at Kawhi, and Kawhi was still over, I, a little overpowered. I, I think it's appropriate. It, it's twofold. Last year on New Year's Day, DeMar DeRozan went off for 52. Wow. Which was a career high against the Milwaukee Bucks in an overtime victory right. tonight. Kawhi Leonard does it. Uh, the game before his highly anticipated return to San Antonio. Very highly anticipated return. I mean, it's almost like, I mean, I don't think Kawhi Leonard's not a guy who was sending messages or looking ahead to past things. No. But it's just fitting that the night before, he, the, the game before he goes back home to the team that drafted him, where kind of turned him a star, he goes off the, the superstar performance. And, and more so than the individual, Dwayne, you know there's going to be a little bit more spice in San Antonio Indeed. based upon the way that he left. So Thursday night's game, despite San Antonio, you know, being hit or miss, like they have some really good nights and others where they really struggle. Yep. Uh, I fully expect the Spurs to give the Raptors all they have and a little bit more. Then you have Milwaukee, Indiana back-to-back. This was an important win tonight for the Raptors in a game where at times they didn't play their best, yep. but they just found a way to win. They needed that W here yeah. tonight. But even going back to the San Antonio game, obviously – you know, the fans are going to be one way, but, you know, you can conceivably think that the players on that team who were there kind of could feel that Kawhi gave up on them because right. he never came Popovich back. Popovich has alluded to that as well. Of course. So it's like it's not only that, obviously, they want to play well for DeMar against his old team that traded him, but it's like, hey, this guy wasn't there for us. He right. wasn't a brother to us. So that's going to be a really interesting game. So like, no no kidding. That's why I think it was, it was yep. it's, it's very fitting that he put up 45 here tonight. Uh Things have a funny way of working themselves out. Like the storyline at the half was the fouls that uh-huh. were being called against the Toronto Raptors uh-huh. with the Jazz going to the free throw line 19 times in the first half. Well, Kawhi Leonard made up for that and some. And the Raptors ended up going to the free throw line six more times in the Utah Jazz. They went to the free throw line 30 times in the second half. Yep. And it wasn't all – like there was maybe like – Six of six free throw attempts that were came in at the end of the game when the Jazz like simply had to foul exactly. or committed fouls. But Kawhi Leonard got there seventeen times on his own. Well, first half versus second half, Raptors five for five from free throw line, Jazz fourteen for nineteen. Second half, Raptors twenty for thirty, Jazz <laughs> nine for ten. <laughs> thirty tri- and it was that kind of night. Like yeah. it felt like at times. We were watching a free-throw shooting contest. Yeah, it was, and, and largely because they were able to, to stop Kawhi to dribble. I mean, he had a lot of and-ones down the stretch there where he got fouled and he got to the free-throw line, and I think you know, that's the, the toughest thing where you can try, you're trying to defend a guy like that who's so strong and he can still finish. It's like, what do you do? Well, we're just waiting for head coach Nick Nurse to get behind the podium. We're going to go to him live. Uh, but I do want to have a conversation and get our listeners involved about Kawhi Leonard because this was the night he had 45 points and how many assists? One. He had one assist. Uh, I think that's lopsided. I think that's the stretch of the game, too. Well, and, and I just wonder like, what this Toronto Raptors offense, when it's working at its best, is all about is predicated on ball movement yep. and players getting multiple looks. There's a lot of dribbling being done by Mr. Kawhi Leonard. And look, it when it works, it comes off. He's the most dominant 
you know, one-on-one offensive player that the Raptors have ever had in their history. So, hey, when push comes to shove, other players aren't hitting shots, then yeah, all day, but maybe a little bit too much on the dribble if we're going to, you know, nitpick a little. Hey, definitely agree with you on that. I think, you know, the ability is when you see kind of players evolve, it's their ability to pass out of the double team. And not, and I think, I don't want to say there's reluctance to it with Kawhi, but I think the confidence he has in being able to do what he wants to do and get to the basket and, and creating a shot again in the free throw line is so high that he's not always thinking about getting a double team. And there's a couple of times where he began double team and he passed out of it, and the team was ready. Like Serge Ibaka had the ball and thought about it, or Pascal had it. So he has to be able to do that more because then if defenses know that you can pass out of it, it's even more of a problem. Uh, you made it your marquee matchup. The battle of the number twos, Leonard versus Ingles. This was a no contest. Joey Ingles was spending so much time and energy yeah. trying to defend Kawhi Leonard. He had nothing offensively. 0-5, he had two points, just two free throw makes in 34 minutes yeah. in this ballgame. And he's a good player. Yeah, and that's the challenge. I mean, I think you have to, like, defend Kawhi. I mean, that's, that's the thing, while Kawhi can defend you. Let's go downstairs and hear from Raptors head coach Nick Nurse now. <laughs> Doug, hi, Doug. <clears throat> we miss you. Say after a performance like that from Kawhi, I guess you kind of expect a lot out of Kawhi, but I mean you can't really expect that. Right? Um, I think that's a career high for a minute, so that's uh, that's good. We all gotta <clears throat> we all gotta witness that live and in person. It was good. I mean, he was he was phenomenal. I think um, I've mentioned it a few times early in the year that it looks like he moves to some spaces fairly easy, and he'd have some. Nine for twenty-two at the end of the night, and I, and I just thinking, when's he when's he gonna go like uh, <clears throat> sixteen for twenty-two? Because it looks like there were shots he was gonna make, and they're online, and they just wouldn't go in, and and kind of been waiting for one of these nights where he makes them all. He also got to the free throw line, right? Quite a bit, which uh, that helps when you when you get your point total up. But no, he was great, man. He's a special special player, as we know. Asking a lot about the offense lately, and what's you know not having Kyle and not having JV is the easy coaching adjustment just have two guys make like 70 percent of their shots and get to the line it just took everybody times. else to get used to the offense a uh, few few games now we i thought again we've made a concerted effort to play a little faster right makes or misses tonight it was getting a little bogged down um and it kind of started midway through the last game i was just like guys when this because they scored is we have to hang our heads and take it out and walk it up and Let's, let's go, man, and, and I think we did a better job of that tonight. And, um, you know, I thought the offense was good. Those guys took, took what was available, and, um, and when it wasn't stopped, they kept going to it and um, wasn't that many bad offensive possessions. I was really pleased with, with uh, Serge Ibaka's game. I don't think he scored much, 3 for 10, but I thought he had a really good game at defensively and protecting the rim, uh, making those decisions hard when those guys are coming downhill, the guards and the bigs. Uh, Norman was really good, and Delon was really good as well. More impressive the offense when you look at they only had four turnovers. So you weren't you, you guys like to create a lot of points off the turnovers, and you didn't, but you still you know get fifty five percent shooting and score a ton of points. Yeah, we didn't create too many turnovers tonight, did we? We'd like that number to be a little higher. Um, yeah, but you're right. We still I think created some good pace, even though we weren't. Getting, getting much of it out of turnovers. Usually you're right. That's where your, all your pace and transition comes from is turnovers. And, and, again, I thought we were able to create some without that. What you make of Pascal's game? Yeah, really good. I thought he, I thought he um, um, first of all, he, I think he made three threes in a row. His shooting percentage is climbing steadily. 
which is really good to see. I think I think that is going to be a really uh, dangerous weapon for us going forward. Uh, I thought he was a little more assertive getting to the angles he needed to get to um, tonight, getting his shoulders by people, getting the ball past people, getting it to a little better place than he had been getting it to in the last few games on his drives. So, yeah, he was he was awesome. It's really important. He looks great. He, re- he really looks great, man. I mean, he looks fast and athletic and assertive, and he's taking good shots, and he's playing in the rhythm of the offense. He really looks great to me, and that's, that's, that's huge, especially when we've, we know we've got a starter out. We need another backcourt energizer that can attack off the dribble and make some threes now and then, and that's Norman. Really looks good. Really happy for him. That's it. Good stuff from head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, after the 122-116 victory over the Utah Jazz. Wheeler and Watson with you at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson. Anything stand out to you there, Dwayne, in terms of his post-game comments? Aside from the world of praise for Siakam and Leonard, of course, uh, just at the tail end, he was talking about, you know, getting some activity and penetration from the backcourt, uh, which he did uh, in Norm Powell. And I think, you know, Norm had a good game and he had to continue up games like this. I just think I like him to bring – the energy is good. It's almost like I feel like I'm kind of giving you a comp, backhand a compliment because you want that energy out of him and want that, that pressure from the ball. But I think he did a few things that weren't necessarily within his circumference on the court. Sure. And I think that's – if he can kind of bring it in a bit, that's exactly the norm you want to see. I, I love how Nick Nurse um, takes moments to big up players – to send a message when need be. We heard it the first game of the season right. where you and I were sitting there thinking that Serge Ibaka didn't really have that good of a night. Right. Tonight he really struggled. He was 3 of 10, 1 of 4 from the free throw line, sloppy. Like yep. The Utah Jazz had 22 second-chance points, the Raptors 5. And Ibaka's right in the middle of all that, right? Yep. But what did Nick Nurse just say right there. So he thought he had a good game. He said he had a good game. <laughs> he's bigging him up at a time where he didn't have to. Yeah. I think he's playing mind games. And and how did mind games in a right way? Um, and how did Serge respond after that first game when Nick Nurse bigged, bigged him up? He responded by playing some incredible basketball for a long stretch to start the year. And we've seen in recent weeks Serge dip a little bit in yep. terms of his play. So perhaps he just needs that little bit of positive reinforcement. That, need- that's what that is, right? Like, and, yeah. Or, or, or did the coach see something that I didn't tonight? No, I, I, I didn't see a good game <laughs> out of Serge Ibaka. And I think he needs to figure out what it's going to be for Serge to get him back because he's had a great year this year. Um, but he, the last, you know, couple of weeks he has slid off. And, but I kind of look at Kyle Lowry and, and how Kyle is able to set up Surge offensively off the pick and roll where he gets that free throw jumper that he knocks down like at probably 90%. Like he gets him the ball in spaces that works so well for him. And I think we see him with Surge. When his offense is good, he gives you more on the defensive end. Sure. So I think I definitely see a correlation between Kyle not being there. But um, at the same time, he still has to kind of continue that level of play. And I mean, Coach is going to kind of motivate him and give him those things. And I mean, he has he has free reign to do what he needs to do to get his game back on sure. because he's one of the key guys for this team. Uh, that the other the other comment that I want to make is uh, you heard Ryan Wolstad from the Toronto Sun ask the question 
uh, it wasn't really a question, it was more of a statement that the Raptors only forced four. Yeah. Kind of one, two, three, four turnovers of the Jazz tonight, and they still went on and won this game, yeah. scoring 122 points in the process. Look, I like, I like this Raptors team when they push a little harder than they look to create turnovers, and and, and look, Nurse Nurse said it. Like they wanted to pick up the pace of play, but that's how you pick it up. You get on it, you force pressure, you throw some double teams, different defensive looks, and you force the issue a little bit more. Yeah. So that's something that probably can be still an area of improvement. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I think one of the key ones we remember was when OG just really got down on Ricky Rubio and forced yeah. turnover to, to the Siakam in transition. And that's the kind of like effort energy you want to see this team give to kind of just put pressure on the ball to make them think twice about what they're going to do. And you know, I mean, for all the for all the great game that Kawhi and, and Siakam had, you know, second chance points. I pointed that too, twenty two to five, in favor of the Jazz. And I think there's certain things that this team has tightened up on, but we'll take this as the first one in two thousand eighteen. All right, so plenty to come between now and the top of the clock. We'll hand out our two for one pizza player of the game. Um, I, I believe there's two candidates here. Yep. But we'll let Dwayne kind of cut up that pie however he likes. We'll go inside the Raptors locker room. And it's a new year, Toronto. Let's light up these phone lines at 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free at one 855 591-6876. That is 1-855-591-6876. A big one coming up on Thursday night. Kawhi Leonard back in San Antonio. Some guy named DeMar DeRozan playing against the Toronto Raptors for the first time. Uh, on a night like this, are you still smiling ear to ear about Kawhi Leonard being a member of the Toronto Raptors? Or do you miss DeMar DeRozan? Let us know, 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050. And if anything piqued your interest or caught your attention from tonight's ball game, pick up your pick up your phone or use your hands-free uh, mobile device and give us a shout on your way home from the Scotiabank Arena. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you. Raptors win 122-116, and this is Tangerine Raptors basketball and the post-game show across the TSN radio network. Mitchell, three in the air, in and out, tipped up by Gobert, rebound to Siakam, that will do it. Happy New Year, Toronto. The Raptors get the win, 122-116 over the Utah Jazz. Outstanding job by our broadcast crew tonight in Paul Jones and the coach Jack Armstrong. Uh, if that's a reflection or any indicator of what 2019 is all about, then get ready for it, people. Keep it locked right here to Raptors Basketball, presented by Tangerine right here on the TSN Radio Network. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson with you, wishing you a happy new year and asking you, we're pleading with you already, just give us a call. Let's talk some hoops. Let's talk some raps. Big win tonight. Big game coming up on Thursday, Dwayne. Real big game. Uh, I think everyone had this game marked on the calendar at the beginning of the season. Well, two games. This being one of them, obviously. Uh, the return, the return match, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. The reception. How is the reception going to be in San Antonio as well as in Toronto? And how are they going to perform? Right. I can't wait to see Jakob Pertl play against Indeed. The Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I think he started the other night, Hey, though. everyone's forgetting about Danny Green. Like, Kawhi might get the, you know, get the brunt of it. Uh, 
there'll be some people that believe that he quit on that organization. Um, and quite frankly, Greg Popovich doesn't have much time for Kawhi Leonard anymore either. But Danny Green will be will be welcome oh, home with, with, arms, with all of kinds of praise and and uh, uh, warmly accepted. 416-870-1050. Toll free at one eight five 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 nine one six eight seven six. I still want to talk Siakam's performance tonight. For sure. Norman Powell, what he showed off the bench. So we'll get into that as well. But let's go to the phone lines and start things off in the hammer. That's where you want to be to kick off 2019. Uh, welcome to the post-game show. Harry, how are you tonight? Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, guys. Uh, how how are you? Back? Honestly, I have no idea what day it is, what time it is. It is I know. Harry, no clue. <laughs> I don't think I slept since New Year's. Anyway, guys, boy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um, I'm just going to bring this up. Uh, it's, it's more about Thursday's game. And uh, and Kyle Lowry. I mean, uh, last few games I haven't seen Kyle on the bench. You know, cheering the team on. You see Jonas there, but what happens if Kyle is at the game in San Antonio on Thursday because his buddy is playing for the Spurs and he's at the game? Do fan, are fans going to think differently of him? Toronto fans, I mean, or am I just am I just trying to cause a commotion here. No, I don't think you're trying to cause a commotion because I've been asking those same questions as well. And and I, so let, let's track back, Harry. When, when Kyle Lowry's missed games before, I believe, Dwayne, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle Lowry's been there on the bench in recent years. Yeah. In recent when he's years. been hurt. Yeah. So what's happened this season, and I think this plays into Harry's point, that when Kawhi Leonard was missing games, he wasn't on the bench. And by all accounts, he was working, stretching, doing his thing behind the scenes and not on the bench. And now all of a sudden, Kyle Lowry, it's applied to him that same thing. Now, if it is a severe back injury that he's dealing with, the last thing you want is him just sitting there on the bench, getting up and down. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, try, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like give him a little, cut him a little slack yeah, here. Good, good we don't know. But we haven't seen him. We haven't heard from him. We haven't seen any. The only time that he popped up was to play in his hometown of Philadelphia. And then he goes AWOL again. So, I, it, honestly, it wouldn't shock me if he shows up in San Antonio and doesn't sit on the bench, but actually goes out and plays. I don't know what's going on right now. I, I wonder. I don't think I, – I personally don't think he's going to be playing in San Antonio. But, like Harry said, I'd be kind of concerned if I did see him out there because one of the things when we don't see Kawhi in these back-to-backs and whatnot is because – Travel is part of this whole rest thing. I mean, it's not that he's not going to be there, but it's like, okay, if we're resting a guy, are we going to put him on a plane, do the hotel, all that stuff? So part of the whole point of resting, especially if you have a back injury, do you want to run on a plane? I mean, I know they're flying. Well, he flew down to New York I don't, to, yeah. to, to have an injection. I don't know why that has to happen in New York and not Toronto. I don't know. There, there's, there's a but. The Raptors are very, very cautious and careful about yeah. what they put out to the public. That's why when a press release came out today, I was like, what is this all about? Like, yeah. why are you bringing me up to speed that he had a shot in on, his back on Friday? Exactly. That's what's weird. I just... I don't think he's going to... I would be very surprised to see Kyle Lowry in San Antonio. Not truly surprised because he would go for DeMar, but I would still find out where that he would show up there when you don't see him on the bench in a number of games during his injury. So, Harry, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah, here. Yeah, like, I, I, how would you feel, like... If he if he is on the bench on uh, on Thursday night, because for me, like right now, as long as long as he comes back and plays well, then it doesn't really matter, does it? No, no. My my point is, I think my big concern right now is is the relationship between him and Kawhi, and how is Kawhi going to feel? You know, he's not supporting him during 
these last six, seven games, yet he shows up in San Antonio where, you know, his quote-unquote best friend is. What's Kawhi going to feel as well as not, not just fans like me? I don't want to feel like this, but listen, I wanted to get on the radio tonight. It was a great game. I wanted to bring up a little bit of controversy, so um, I want to get people talking. Hey, Harry, we don't mind you stirring it up for the start of 2019, but I don't, I don't really <laughs> I think it. I don't really think Kawhi really cares, cares. or thinks no. about what, no. what Kyle, how Kyle Lowry is coming out and who we're supporting. Kawhi really concerned about just getting on the floor and playing his game and, and winning some ball games. Got it. But I don't mind. I don't mind the mix. I mean, it's a fair question though because Wills and I have asked sometimes, where is Kyle Lowry yeah. for the rest of his team? And, and, Not and, only Kawhi and, Lowry. And, and we, we can spin it back to the ESPN All Access Day Giants of Africa. And Kyle Lowry let his very own president of the organization that pays him $30 million a year left him hanging out to dry. Completely hanging out to dry. And when he was playing bad, it was a horrible look for Lowry. Then he came back and had a couple big big games and wins over the Clippers and Golden State Warriors. You're like, okay, it doesn't really matter anymore. As long as Lowry's producing on the court, yeah. I think that anything in terms of antics or what you know, the ifs, ands, or buts, it's all tolerable as long as he's playing like Kyle Lowry can play. Yeah, and if we're going to give Kawhi a pass for not being on the bench when, when, when he's not healthy, you do it for, do it for Lowry. Kyle. As, yeah. long as, he, as long as he delivers on the floor. Good stuff. Thanks, Harry, for the phone call. Way to lead off 2019 with a strong take. Spicy. That's what I like. Uh, Matt, can you do better than that? Matt from Toronto, how are you doing tonight? Happy New how Year. How you doing, guys? Happy so, New Year. Happy New Year. You know, new, new Year, new wins. Yep. Um, uh, actually, I got a couple of takes, actually. Um, all right. First of all, uh, how about that GoDaddy curse? I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> as Norman Powell's getting over it, CJ <laughs> Miles and his DJs are, like, well entrenched with We trade CJ Miles, first of all. And, um... <laughs> I know. And, How, but, sorry, sorry, Matt. And poor GoDaddy, right? Like, I don't believe in hexes and curses, but this has now become a little bit of a trend, hasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, if I, if I hear that that um, Fred Van Vliet's doing a GoDaddy commercial, I'm I'm turning off the TV. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no, but but no, but in all seriousness, no. Um, I uh, just want to throw something out there. Um, do you? If you're Masai Ujiri and, and you're looking at, you know, it's now January and then February is like the, is the trade deadline, do you move DJ uh, Miles, probably go out for like a, um, a Nick Young, uh, Wayne Ellington, like, like sharpshooters who can actually contribute or do you like even look at getting like a, another big guy uh, to, to help shore up the bench? I mean, I know... Um, I know Washington is is about ready to pull the plug on their season uh, with with John Wall going down, and again, you gotta make if you're if you're Messiah, you have to consider making a move at this point, especially if um, Kyle Lowry's out indefinitely because that's like a bulk of your offense right there. Right. I mean, right. as well. Well, we'll say this: like you could sign. Like, do you have a do you have a rec league team, Matt? Because you can sign Swaggy P right now. He's available. Because he, Nick Young got released <laughs> but, but, by the Denver Nuggets. Matt, on a scale of one to five, what what do you think CJ Miles' value is? Uh, let's 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 just say that uh, uh, I could play better than him right now. Right. So, with that being said, and I haven't seen you play, uh, he doesn't have any value in the trade market. I mean, of course, you know he's not doing what he needs to for this team, and he's, it's, a, it's a situation. Although Norm Powell is stepping up, but it's hard to get rid of a guy who's. Not is one thing that is shooting. He's not doing it well. He's not an asset, and the problem is 
this team is kind of solid where it is. You have to give up someone that you need yes. to get the team better. So, so the question is, what would you, like? Look, I, I I like Wayne Ellington. I, I think he'd be a, a good yeah. fit on this team. But what do you give up to get him that Miami's going to want? You can't trade a first round pick. You don't have it. It's going to San Antonio. So it's you're, you're limited in the options that you have, Matt. That's the problem here. Like, absolutely, absolutely. But again, another, another take. Um, that I have, uh, it, it, it has to do with this game, but also um, a game that happened the other day uh, with James Harden. James Harden the other night had 27 free throw attempts. And in the first half of this game, you know, um, the officiating um, as it pertained to Kawhi Leonard was very inconsistent in the first half. The sure. game kind of turned around in the, in the second half. But um, is that something that the league has to really take a look at now? Because, I mean, um, things are being called that, that aren't really being called on the other end. And game to game, there are, like, different calls, different, like, takes on calls. And you really can't really say anything to the refs. Or you can't really call the refs without getting fined. Like, what, like how does the league really clean that up? And I know that, I know that the argument's there that they... Well, Matt, 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 let, me, let me cut you off. Like, uh, in terms of consistency yeah that's what all players and all teams want to yeah. see and fans want to see what you do is you stop giving the officials that are the um i guess the worst culprits of inconsistency you give them less games and less prominent games that's what you do whenever tony brothers comes in this building you know what to expect it's honestly like yeah. nothing changed like the calendar's changed Dwayne. it's the same old story yeah but it keeps on getting games yeah i think the problem is with the league officiating too is that a lot of the veteran guys have you know, kind of been phased out, whatever, and there's not a lot of veteran officials and there's young guys, but consistency across the board. I think, you know, every coach, that's all they want. It's like they don't yep. mind if they're going to call that, but if that's the ten, if that's what the game is going to be, like we're going to call everything, then call everything. Don't call it and then not call it. But I think we're also benefiting from having a superstar player, like in Kawhi Leonard. I mean, this is the kind of stuff Raptors fans have seen for years and years, whether it's Dwayne Wade, whether it's LeBron James, come down James Harden, get these plays and get these whistles. And the Raptors are benefiting from it because they're seeing a guy like Kawhi Leonard who gets the basket. So consistency is definitely the concern with what you want. With all, all I know is that Kawhi Leonard gets to the free throw line 17 times tonight, 11 times against the Bulls, 11 times against Miami, 12 times against Cleveland. All this coming after he went to the free throw line four times in Denver. And who came out and spoke out on his behalf and made it known to the basketball world that Kawhi wasn't getting any respect? That's Nick Nurse. Yep. That's proper leadership. He did something that the former head coach would refuse, would not do, because he wanted to save his dollars. That is money well spent, my friend. Thanks, Matt, for the phone call. Happy New Year to you. And you can join in on the conversation as well at 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050 and toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Wheeler alongside my main man, Dwayne Watson, and this is the Tangerine Raptors basketball postgame show on TSN 1050. They got Gobert without a shoe. Toronto takes advantage at the other end, drives, lays it in, and the foul. Pascal Siakam, poop and the harm, and a chance for the old-time three-point play. Pascal Siakam, give him a career-high 28. Paul Jones on the call. Spicy P, or what was Jack Armstrong calling? P-Spice? P-Spice, yeah. P-Spice. 
Siakam was outstanding. Those three-point makes to start the third quarter. That was your TSN turning yeah, point. Clutch. 28 big ones tonight. Raptors beat the Jazz 122-116. Still got to give away our two-for-one pizza player of the game, and the full lines are still open at 416-870-1050. Wheeler and Watson with you. Back to the phone lines we go. Matt in Scarborough, you want to talk Siakam, and I think where you're going is somewhere where that Dwayne Watson is going to give two thumbs up and approve of what you're going to spill here. So, Matt, the floor is yours. Happy New Year. Actually, it's Max, guys. And um, first of all, uh, Pascal Siakam, most improved player and first-time All-Star. Woo! How about that, Nassler? How about, how about that, Apple? <laughs> Which one do you want to go with, Dwayne? The most improved or the all-star? Because, like, we were having the conversation in between the game and yeah. coming on air about Siakam and potentially building his all-star credentials. I mean, you look at this team and you look at whether they're first or second Eastern Conference, they definitely deserve at least two all-stars. We know Kawhi's definitely won. Kyle has been tapering off. He hasn't been healthy. You look at how Pascal's been playing, and you know that the coaches who would be voting him as reserve Definitely got to appreciate what he's brought and how he's developed his game. So I like him for All-Star for okay, sure. Okay, yeah, because you're going to have two players, right. most likely, yep. from the team. Kyle Lowry's played the exact same number of games as uh, Kawhi Leonard. So Lowry and Leonard have bo- both played 30 games of the year. But how would you rate Lowry's play? Like, the 9.8 assists are good. 14.4 points. He's had his struggles at some time. Like, has he? I know by reputation he's an All-Star. If we're doing it right now... I'm going to give it to Pascal. So you give Siakam the all-star nod over Lowry. What about you, Max? Is, is that what you're saying? Sorry, what's that? You there? <laughs> if, if you could have Sorry one, if one is a more deserving of an all-star bird than the other, Lowry or Siakam, which guy do you give it give to? Give it to Pete Spicy, man. <laughs> give it to Pete Spicy. you got to give it to him, man. I mean, the guy's been balling now. I mean, he's been av- – I mean – he, he drops double-doubles these days, um, 28 points tonight. I think he had, like, uh, double digits the last game. Um, he's, been playing, he's been playing very consistent um, in his third year. I mean, he's done a lot to warrant uh, an all-star not Probably not a starter, but definitely no, no. a reserve. Like, you got to give like, you gotta give it to him. Okay. Thank you for the phone call. Happy New Year. Uh, look, at, look at that. So. Hey. Uh, look, I think that it's worthwhile to have that conversation. If he isn't the second best player on this Raptors team this year, he's the two B to Lowry being two A, right? Like that's yeah. and you could argue he's the second most important. That's for sure. Right. So all star consideration. You heard it first. Tangerine Raptors basketball. Wheeler Watson with you. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Our good buddy Ray in Richmond Hill. Happy twenty nineteen, Ray. Hey, happy, bro- oh, I was gonna, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, sure, that works. Yeah, it's like yeah, six so, months to the day. Yeah, it's basically my birthday. Guys, hey, uh, Garth uh, Wheeler, you, you left uh, the beginning of the show saying it's the best show on radio. Hey, kudos, man. It is absolutely fantastic, the best show, number one with a bullet. And I wouldn't lie to you. you guys, I wouldn't lie to you uh, and the listening millions. For both you and your families uh, in 2019. Hey, a couple quick things. First of all, regarding Siakam, I think Siakam does deserve uh, to be on the, uh, on the altar team. He won't get it as a starter, obviously, but he'll get it probably on, on the reserve. Uh, Kyle, you know, his first, his first 25 games, he probably deserved it, but, you know, the injuries and uh, 
Uh, it's kind of set him back, and you figure with the fan voting, you'll probably go to Kyrie Irving to be the starter for the East. So, uh, uh, you know, right now you probably uh, take Siakam. You know, I was kind of disappointed because a couple of days ago I heard Nick Nurse say that uh, you know, Kyle's, you know, he's he's day to day, he's uh, he's getting healthier. I was hoping he'd play for Thursday, and, and you know, in San Antonio on Thursday night. But you know, uh, the way things look now, he's probably not going to show up. And you know, I think you know everybody's looking forward to that game. It's going to be a big game. You know, it's not going to be the same venom when uh, that San Antonio gives to Kawhi that uh, uh, Vince felt the first time he came back to Toronto, or the, right. uh, or that uh, King James felt the first time he when he left to Miami came back to Cleveland. But I'm sure every time he touches the ball Thursday night, you're going to hear the bluebirds coming out. I just hope the Raptors have you know. They really show up big time for uh, for Kawhi that night. Because, like Siakam had a great game tonight. I hope the rest of the team really shows up big time. Because I know uh, the Spurs players are going to try to win one uh, for uh, for tomorrow on Thursday night. So everybody's really looking forward to that game big time. But Dwayne, the thing that's really concerned to me about the Raptors, they're having a great year, but God, the offensive rebounding. Like every game, they're getting killed like crazy. You know what? Every and, game. You know what? Hey, obviously, we need two things. You know, offensive rebounder and a shooter. You're not going to get both. You, you know, because it's impossible. You can't get. I think the, you know a bigger player, a rebounder, probably is uh, is is a bigger priority because, honest to God, the way Milwaukee's so. playing. See, like I, I, Ray, I'm going to cut you off there because I don't think that that's the direction that they need to go. Because once JV's back, you get your, your you got your five position established with JV yeah. and 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 Ibaka, and at the four. I mean, if you're going to get another front court player, is he really going to replace a guy like Siakam? Leonard can rebound. Like, I think that that's an area of internal improvement. If you're going to go out and get something, I think it has to be another a, a more efficient three-point shooter, Dwayne. Yeah, like, I mean, the Raptors are 25th in the NBA in three-point field goal percentage. Well, I, I agree with you in that regard. I mean, I agree with Ray because obviously the rebounding is a concern because you're just seeing like the shot goes up and Surge might be there and no one else is there to help rebound or, or even box out. But you're right, JB is one of the team's best rebounders, and he's been out of, out of off the court. So I think, in addition by subtraction, he's back, your rebounding is better, but there's nothing. There's no one else coming around the corner. There's no one walking through that door to knock down the three ball. They're going to have to find someone else to kind of answer that right. call. Right, and, and the other thing that Ray brought up about Thursday in San Antonio, I kind of feel it, find it funny. I know that Kawhi's going to get it on Thursday, yep. but he also won a championship for that city. Yeah. Like so the way you go out, I know that that matters. I had a real I had much more of a difficult time swallowing that Vince Carter exit cuz he didn't win anything. But yeah. when a player brings a championship yeah, to but, the city, but you know what the problem is though? It's the Spurs system and it's Popovich. People aren't looking at Kawhi as like the LeBron James winning a championship. It's like, well, yeah, he fit into the system, he bought into the culture. That's Popovich, not right. Right, but that's the, that's the Spurs. The Spurs are bigger sure. than everyone, right? So while I agree with you, it's not necessarily like this star who got a championship. It's the culture. Right. And, and, and don't forget like about It's Danny not like Green. Johnny Damon leaving, you know, the Red Sox and joining the Yankees. Like, there's no rivalry there. But it was the way that it went down. And Kawhi hasn't spoken up to defend himself. So it kind of leaves it open for And I hope Danny Green has a really big game in San Antonio, yes. too. Uh, thanks for the phone call, Ray. Sorry, I got, I, I got to run. I got one more. Amir in Niagara. Amir, you're going to bring us home tonight, okay, Amir? Hi, how are you guys? Good, pal. Hi. I'm good. Uh, so yesterday, I'm going to be talking about uh, the Kyle Lowry situation. I think one of the callers talked about um, how he's not on the bench and all that stuff. So yesterday, I actually went to a coach's clinic uh, at Scotiabank Arena. They had a, like a coach's open house right, kind of right. thing. And then uh, they had like an open practice. And literally... 
I don't know what to make of this, but literally every single person from the front office was sitting there, and there was like so much security, and they, they kept looking into the stands. I guess they were looking to see if there's any scouts or whatever. <laughs> right. But, yeah, but um, Lowry wasn't there. Um, he wasn't in the practice. There's nowhere to be seen. It's just a weird situation. And like you guys said, like he played in the Philly game, so he missed a few games before that, and then he played in the Philly game, and then he hasn't played ever since. So, like, did he injure himself again? Because they never mentioned anything about that. So, like, we don't know what's going on. Like, is there, like, sure. some internal stuff going on or what? But Well, well Amir, I, Amir that, would, that would suggest to me that he's potentially more hurt or injured than what's being let on. Originally, the, the injury was diagnosed when he first contusion. missed out, 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 out west as a thigh contusion. Yeah. Now it's a lower back issue. Yeah. So, so did he, he injure his back, like on in that Philly game or something? Because he scored I, twenty points. They're not going to tell us I don't, that. Yeah, I'm, not even, I, I'm not even sure what happened, but if if his back is as bad as they're saying, and he went to New York to get a shot, you know, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that they held him out of that practice. I mean, I think the problem is because Kyle says certain things and then he behaves certain ways, he leaves a lot of room for us to think certain things. The problem is yeah. we just don't know. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, Amir, we got to run. We're up against it. But, like, right. thank you for that insight. Uh, right. Good to hear, and I hope that uh, you had an enjoyable afternoon. Out of the All right, have a good night, guys. Thanks, pal. Uh, the, 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 people that we've talked to and I've talked to when I'm at, like, what's, what's going on? And people say, it's his back. Yeah. That's, that's all that people have given me, and so I'll pass that along to you. Uh, I think that every organization owes it to their paying customer to be a little bit more open when it comes to injury because you were the pulse you were the heartbeat of the team you the fan out there so you uh you deserve to know yeah uh we'll try to slide in a couple oh actually you know what we're, we're gonna take another caller okay cool. one, one more call just it's gonna work out with our timing okay uh, from my neck of the woods marina from east east york what's happening tonight hi, happy hi new there year. Hi, happy new year to both of you guys hi sweets hey what's up not much not much so my take, look, I believe the Raptors are going to the playoffs. We're going to be first to fourth in the Eastern, Standard, in Eastern Conference. We're going to go to the finals. So that's, that's done for me. Everything else is just, you know, conjecture. But <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was because I'm a season ticket holder and I'm at all the games, I, I feel that the in-house entertainment, meaning like the getting the, the crowd riled up, could use a little bit of work. Yep. Like I, I literally, you. you know, it's it's almost as if they're one beat behind what should be happening. So instead of you know, let's go Raptors or defense, it's always one step behind, and it does make a difference. Like we're still an amazing crowd. You know, the city is still like it supports the team, but if they don't get that together as we go into this home stretch, it's going to be a bit tough for our boys. And I think just for even just a casual fan who only goes to one game, much less somebody like me that goes to all the games. Right. Marina, like when I hear whoop, there it is. Come on after they win a game or celebration. I'm like, what right. year is this? <laughs> I, mean, I, I honestly turned to Dwayne. I'm like, is that the best they could do? Thank you. There's so, so much Canadian music. First of all, that they can play. There's so many other songs that they could play. And it's just, it's, as I said, it's just like somebody's out of touch. I don't know who, but <laughs> they need to rectify the situation. But, Definitely feel you out in terms of energy because we were still watching the game today and we felt like it was so quiet. And the first half. The New Year's blahs, whatever, but there was no energy in the arena. And obviously after it picked up, but you're right. I think 
We've seen how loud this arena could be in the playoffs. We've seen the energy this city can bring. They got to kind of challenge it's, it. In certain games, at certain times, this arena is loud. Yeah. But exactly. and, 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 and look, there's some talented people that work for this organization, and some of the things that they do are completely on point. But yeah, you're right. In certain areas, you can sharpen up, modernize, evolutionize. Exactly. It just seems like it's being kind of the similar thing here. Yeah, year and especially year. when like as you a season ticket holder, and we're here every single game, yes. it kind of gets you hear it so often. It's like okay, we can fix and tweak some things here. Thanks, and you Marina. know what's and you know what's coming next, and that's the worst part. When you can anticipate <laughs> what's coming next, and you're like, okay, yeah, everybody clap your hands. Okay, you know, shot, 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 shot. Okay, yeah. Oh, there goes the Raptor again. Yeah. So once we get that situation updated and we get to the playoffs, we're gonna be we're gonna have an amazing year. We're gonna be walking in the parade and talking about this forever and ever. Amen. Love it, Marina. Thank you very much. I'm gonna put my best man on it. His name is Dwayne Sweets Watson. <laughs> you got to pull around here, don't you? I'll talk to some people. Yeah. All right. Uh, good stuff tonight. Yeah. Uh, shout out also to Norman Powell. 14 yeah. points. Uh, all we have left to do is to crown our player of the game, which is brought to you by Two for One Pizza. Order the holiday wing combo. Even though we're kind of out of the holidays now, but still. you can still get the holiday wing combo, which includes a medium or large pizza, three toppings, ten wings, and two for one's new apple pie starting at twenty four ninety nine. Who are you giving your player of the game to? Where's well, the pizza going to go, Dwayne? The best invention they ever did is when you can split your pizza in half and do two different sides. That's what I'm going to do today. Right. One half to Kawhi, one half to Pascal. I can do that, right? Well, see, no? I would give a little bit more to Kawhi Leonard. But you can't do you can't do three quarters of a sure pizza. Sure, you can. You know, can they like, do that? Yeah, if if it's an eight slicer, Talk six to goes to to to, okay. to to Kawhi Leonard, and two of them go to go to Pascal Siakam. Okay, that's fair. I can do that. Is that good? Uh, look, both set new career best tonight: forty-five for Leonard and uh, twenty-eight for Siakam, and that, in large part, is why the Raptors. Proved victorious on the night, 122-116. Bad news, Milwaukee Bucks blew away Dwayne Casey and the Detroit Pistons tonight, so the Bucks still have that half-game lead over the That Spurs game means even more now. Absolutely. We're looking forward to Thursday. I'm back on air tomorrow afternoon between 1 and 4. Tune in then. Give, we'll I'm gonna, give me a call. We're going to open up the phone lines. The question is going to be very simple. Do you miss DeMar DeRozan? That's a is great that question, though. Done. That's a good question. Let the callers take it away. Uh, great stuff as always, Dwayne. Happy New Year. Thank you, sir. Like I said, 2019, you're looking better than ever. Oh, stop it. And sounding better than ever. You keep in compliments to everyone tonight. Well, I'm, I'm in a great mood, you know? <laughs> keep it up. Is that your Thank resolution you. for the year? I don't make resolutions. I just try to do better each and every oh, day. love it. Uh, shout out to Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong. Great call tonight. <laughs> Our crew down here at the Scotiabank Arena, Stevie Eliopoulos, a.k.a. Champagne Stevie. Keith Bauer, a.k.a. The Grappler, Tyler Hunt, Natasha Shivraj back at our Agent Court Studios. On behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050, Happy New Year, Toronto, and this has been Tangerine Raptors Basketball across the TSN Radio Network.